Hi, and welcome to episode 140 of the LDS study session with me, your host, Matthew Roberts. We're going to continue with our Come Follow Me study for the week. This is the week October 14th to October 20th, found in Philippians and Colossians. Uh, and we're looking at the section called The Gospel of Jesus Christ is Worth Every Sacrifice. And this is found in Philippians 3, verses 5 to ooh, 14. 5 to 14. Um, really nice um, little section. Uh, nothing too deep or nothing too, you know, out there. Simply put that... You know, if we want to really re- receive the great blessings of the gospel of Jesus, Jesus Christ, there is a sacrifice on our parts. And in Paul's case, he begins by explaining what he had in verses 5 and 6. Uh, he talks about how about his background, about he was a Pharisee, uh, about obviously the status that, that came with that, uh, the fact that he had great zeal persecuting the church, um, and he was, you know, a, a respected person in society, as it were. Um, however, he then says in verse 7, But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. So he explains that he came to a realisation that all of these things, whilst it was a benefit to him in his mortality, um, in terms of his spiritual side, in terms of Christ, it was a loss. And so he recognised the need to sacrifice. In verse 8 he says, Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, but I may that I may win Christ. So this realization that if he wanted to receive the Saviour, then he would have to remove all of those things which he now considered to be well of dung or of refuse or of just some things of non importance so that he could then uh, receive the excellent uh, blessings of the Saviour. And after that, in verses 9 to 14, he goes into what these great blessings are. But before I do, uh, I want to share something I found uh, said by uh, President Joseph F. Smith about this. He said, quote, This was the doctrine he, meaning Christ, inculcated among his followers and commanded them to obey, that their will should be swallowed up in the will and the pleasure of the Almighty, that they should feel in their hearts that they are willing to serve God, even to sacrifice of everything, though it should be life itself, counting all things but dross in comparison to the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. When we possess the spirit of the gospel and faith in God, as we should, we will have no burdens that will be difficult to bear. On the contrary, we'll find our yokes easy and our burdens light, and it will be a pleasure to do our duty, whatever that may be. Close quote. Um, it's quotes like these that clearly people who have listened to kind of a general overview of the background of this church and therefore the gospel that is taught in this church, um, that clearly when they say that we are not Christian, uh, we they clearly do not have that full knowledge. If they read things like this where we are willing to, to give all for our faith and our knowledge of the Saviour Jesus Christ, then surely we are Christian. Uh, you know, a Christian believes in Christ, believes the Bible to be the Word of God, uh, and so things like this, where we where we are very clear in our stance and our love of the Saviour, and our adoration for what He has done for us, that to me is is a testimony and a knowledge of itself. Uh, Paul goes on to explain the blessings, and I'll just kind of outline what he says, um, but then I will read verse nine because I like something that was said there. He talks about how. Um, 
he came through came to faith of faith in Christ uh, righteousness through through faith in Christ also that he may know him and also the power of his resurrection and also that hope that he'll be resurrected with the just um, also that he will be apprehended of, of Christ basically that he'll be taken and cared for by the Savior um, and then also that he presses forward to the mark of the, for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus uh, and again it, I'm not uh, too aware of what he is referring to here in terms of the high calling of God one of the things that came to mind was obviously um, <coughs> you know not positions but opportunities to serve and to bless the lives of others in the name of Christ but then um, calling it made me think of calling and election so obviously he could be referring to here of an eternal destination that he has hope for in Christ uh, through the faith and through the righteousness that he has mentioned before so you know obviously as we know eternal blessings are ready and there and abundant for us if we sacrifice for Christ in verse 9, Paul said this, And be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness by which is of God by faith. And I mentioned yesterday about working out our own salvation, about how there's this balance between work and faith, and that these two together bring these great blessings. And I think if we look at this context, we look at these verses here, Paul is bringing that balance right into harmony. He is talking about how this faith, this grace from Christ, brings about this righteousness in us, and this evident righteousness is what we see as our works. Um, Elder Neil A. Maxwell uh, of the Call of the Twelve, in April 1997, in a talk called From Whom All Blessings Flow, uh, said this, quote, When we take Jesus' yoke upon us, this admits us eventually to what Paul Paul to what Paul called the fellowship of Christ's sufferings. Whether illness or aloneness, injustice or rejection, etc., are comparatively small-scale sufferings, if we are meek, will sink into the very marrow of the soul. We then better appreciate not only Jesus' sufferings for us, but also his matchless character, moving us to greater adoration and even emulation. Again, that we have here clearly a message that as we follow the Saviour, as we allow him to fellowship with us, this fellowship will then allow us to feel what we feel and recognise what the Saviour has felt. And this just even greater deepens our love and adoration for him. When we repent, when we recognise and feel the sorrow of our comparatively small-scale sufferings, even if we have done you know, horrendous things, the fact that the Saviour took on his, himself the horrendous things for the whole human race means that our suffering is infinitesimally small compared to what the Saviour went through. And once we go through the suffering that we have to endure, we recognise just how much he endured, not just for us, but for everyone. Uh, and that, you know, as Elder Maxwell states, just makes us recognise even more how much we need and care for and love the Saviour. So the answer to the question, well, you know, we need to be willing to sacrifice all. As we've made as we've gone along the covenant path as we talked about a few days ago as we've been baptized and received the gift of the holy ghost as we've been to the temple and taken upon ourselves the covenants there we recognize that sacrifice is an important part of the of being a disciple of christ sacrificing the things of the world so that we can truly have the spirit with us and be led and guided by him and nourished by the good word of god
Um, and yeah, I have felt that. I've, I've experienced in my life when I'm being nourished by that good word and when I'm just going through on my own strength and on my own motions day to day. And I certainly know which I prefer and which has the most impact and miracles in my life. And of course, the most blessing is eternally. Thank you very much uh, for this for listening to this session today. If you uh, have anything to share about this, then please share it at mattsroberts90 on Twitter or email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.